0: The gospel lesson that Linda just read is full of information, different kinds of information. Information that can affect our lives, but not in the way What appears. information as messages of observation, simply information and data, which may be interesting but not necessarily life changing. Information which can be life changing if we delve into it deeply and incorporate it into our lives and information that is almost invariably transforming or life-changing. And he calls that last kind of information news. It can be good news or bad news, but it has impact. It's relevant, pertinent to our lives. Example, knowing the number of inches of rain that fall in this county, or that there was a tornado in Rock 3 may be interesting, or not, depending on your curiosity. Knowing that there is a flash flood occurring in Richmond, and that if you don't move quickly, it's going to wash away your home, is news, It's relevant, Certainly. Seems bad, but if you can get you and your family out, it might be, be good news. Morning's Gospel is filled with all three. First, let's look at it just on the data or information level. Linda read from the 13th. Chapter of Matthew's gospel. For the next several weeks, we will be reading from that 13th chapter. We will never, in church on a Sunday night, read from the 12th chapter. But we should, because the 13th is an answer to the 12th. In the 12th, the resistance to Jesus has begun to the both to his message and to his person. Hostility has begun to rise. So much hostility that the scribes and Pharisees are now out together any way they can. So much hostility indeed that we must conclude that Jesus' mission to the Jews has failed. utterly failed. How could this be for the Messiah, the Savior? Jesus feels compelled to give people an answer. So he stays up all night long in communication with God, in prayer. In the morning he wakes looks down towards the lake, realizes a large crowd has gathered. He takes a couple of deep, deep breaths, sighs, deep sadness, walks down the hill, through the grave and gets in the boat, so they can hear it. And he says, the sower went out to sow. And this is where the information changes, <clears throat> depending on how you listen to it. A sower went out to sow, and the sower threw some of the seeds along the path. The birds found it and carried it away. And the sower threw a seed on rocky and it sprung up of the rain, but had no sustenance, shriveled and died. He threw, she threw some of the seed among the thorns, where was choked off and killed by the leaves. But some of the seed, a little bit of the seed, germinated, and grew, and produced food 40-fold or 60-fold, or 100-fold. Interesting information, isn't it?
1: He's just
0: explained why his mission failed. Some people get it. Some people don't. That information, that power that story, it's just a relationship. Unless you are asking. I've been coming to church for years and years. I have some hands listened to the lessons, contemplated the sermons, and nothing has changed in my life. And I can't understand it. If you're interested. Exploring that situation, that condition in your life, then this story is more than just raw data or information. It might be very helpful in the development and deepening of your spiritual journey. But I need to tell you that for me, it's not. The unfolding of this parable or any of these words that are made. Imagine, an ancient Near Eastern farm. Every single kernel of seed, incredibly precious and valuable. Can you imagine the farmer throwing half of nothing dry driveway, Among the rocks, among the weeds, that big crowd listening to Jesus must so have broken into laughter. How ridiculous nobody would do such Jesus is saying, Is it profitable with love, mercy, were prudence and temperance. Important then, important now. The money, the time, the talent, you all share with your church needs to be dealt with prudently. You need to spend the annual donations. Carefully and intentionally, we need to guard the endowment for any day. We need to be careful and prudent. On the other hand, if we are going to reflect the love we wish worship, we need to be confident. Say this. Last week, every morning, we had 140 year old children here in vacation Bible school. When their parents, guardians came to sign them up,
1: do you think we said, um,
0: unless you know the Lord's Prayer, you can't. you can't come to vacation Bible school? If you've only been to church 47 out of the last 52 Sundays, now I have not honor the right to hear about the love of God the wonder of Jesus the joy of the We have it. Can you imagine that? We know that three out of the four people that visit us won't even come back a second time. Does that mean after church we should uh, be coming back? If you do, we have a mophagraphy. <laughs> Should we only send the handwritten note to the people we know of? Of course not. If we want to tell what, the wonder of our God is about, we need to be profitable in those areas just the way God So how about in your lives when my kids were growing up? The younger one, Josh, we signed him up for soccer. And the game would start and he would run all the great dandelions. you think I stopped going to the games? And I got a little older and we were going to parties and sleepovers. Every time I would drive in there, Get out of the car, knocked on the door, and asked to see, talk to one of the parents.
1: Are you going to be here all
0: night? Are you going to be watching carefully? Well, I irritated the hell out of some of those parents. <laughs> and certainly embarrassed my case. It was a waste. kept going. And I bet you did as well. We have a choice. To live as if there is a shortage of the most important things. To live scarcely. I want to close with a story that perhaps many of you saw in the New York Times yesterday. About a photographer, a professional photographer who was working with the NATO troops and Afghan national forces in Afghanistan. When an IE where he stood exploded. He took off both his legs and his left arm. And as he lay there on the ground, even before the turrets were put on, he could see his legs and his left arm hanging from the tree. He said, this is time to take inventory. Both my eyes are working, and my wider eye is uncanny. Now he has had numerous surgeries. The next one will install a tripod socket on the stump of his left arm to which he can attach his camera and lift up to his eyes and continue to photograph. It's a project. What he is working on now was before he was injured, is called the document, which he will tell stories photographically and the words of people who encounter difficulties, but struggle through them. The bureaucrat tried to deny him entrance because he's civilian and not military. At age 39, he's probably too old to learn how to walk again. The bureaucrat said, don't worry about those other young men. They'll learn how to catch them. some of the it-